Greetings and good day to you. I hope you have had a terrific week. And welcome to The Well. As always, we talk about how to live wisely and faithfully in this wonderful yet challenging world that God has given to us. And we do so from a Christian perspective. My name is Sean Barkley, and I'm just thrilled to have you as a part of the show today. It's been a wild week and a long, hot summer. Would you agree with that? It's, it's been a long, hot summer. And I'm thinking in particular about uh, the gun violence we've seen in Dayton and in El Paso. And then you read in the news that uh, someone took a knife and stabbed four people to death. I believe it was out in California. And you think about the garlic festival in California and where someone killed three people at that. And it just goes on and on and on. You read stories about how every week in Chicago, 50 people are shot and murdered. And it's just overwhelming to us. And I was listening to a radio program this week, just trying to wrap my head around that because there are so many different perspectives and so many different ways that we can look at this. And, you know, we say, well, it's an issue related to mental health or mental illness in, in these cases. It's an issue related to the availability of certain types of firearms. It's a social media issue. It's a spiritual issue. We have all these different diagnoses that we're trying to make to understand why this is happening and the particular radio show that I uh, listened to this week, a woman was interviewed who's a mental health expert, and she was talking about how one of the common themes that these murderers have is a lack of connectivity. In other words, they're just disconnected. They're disconnected from the people around them. They're disconnected from their families. There's disconnect when it comes to the culture. They're just people who do not enjoy a deep sense of community, a deep sense of connection with others around them. And that really resonated with me, and we're going to get into that a little bit here in a few minutes. But it, in the course of hearing that radio conversation and learning what that expert had to say, I came across an article written by someone who said that she was deciding or had made the decision not to allow her children to be around her in-laws, their grandparents, not because their grandparents are bad people, not because they're abusive, not because they have issues related to addiction and the like, not for any of those reasons at all. She doesn't want them to have a connection with their grandparents because she disagrees with them politically. I mean, is that not amazing? I mean, for how many generations have the older generation and the younger generation disagreed politically? It's as old as politics is, I'm sure. And so but in this particular case, this person is saying, my political disagreements are so deep and so strong that I don't want my children around their grandchildren. You talk about a lack of connection. And I want to talk today about that sense of being connected, that sense of being in community, because here's what I believe. In times like these, more so than ever before, we need deep connections with one another, deep connections with God. And of course, you're going to, this is going to sound obvious to you, but we need the church because the church is the place where we enjoy this sense of community. It's where we gather together with our fellow believers. It's where we worship God together. It's where we form these connections. Church is where there's accountability. People care whether you're there or not. Uh, church is a place where we can share ideas in a, in a context where if we disagree, we do so on the ground that we have a common faith. And so there's not this deep sense of division within the Christian community. Of course, we're human beings, and some churches have deep divisions. It happens all over the world. 
but ideally, that's not the case in the church. And so I want to share with you some thoughts I have about why we need the church now more than ever, why we need this sense of connectivity in this highly disconnected, dysfunctional, angry, and outrageous world that we're living in. So as you think about community and think about why do I need to be a part of it, here's some thoughts. First of all, being in Christian community helps you and me, enables you and me to be more like Christ. How does that happen? Well, remember, within the Godhead, the triune God, as we call it in the, in the Christian faith, there is a relationship. There's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. There is this sense that these three persons of the one God relate to one another. It's beyond our minds. It blows our minds. You know, of course, lots of things blow my mind. And so it doesn't surprise me that I cannot figure out God in this way. But God from the very beginning said, let us create humankind in our image. There's just this sense that God has these different persons. And so there's a relationship if God has a relationship within the Godhead, within God's self, certainly we're called to be in a relationship with the people around us. And so when we enter into community, it enables us to be more like Christ, enables us to be more godlike or godly in our lives. That's what community does for us. And so why do we need it? Hey, we want to grow into the image of Christ. That's what the goal is, to become more like him, to partner with him in his kingdom work on this earth around us, to live lives that are blessed and redeemed and renewed and meaningful. We got to be in community with one another. And so I hear all the time folks say, and not as much as I used to, but people will say um, who I'm connected with, to use that word again, hey, I can be a Christian by myself. I don't need the church. And I understand where that comes from because we do relate to God one on one. We don't uh, need the church to forge that relationship with God for us. But whether we like it or not, the minute we enter into a relationship with Christ, we become a part of what's called the body of Christ, which means we are immediately related to other believers. And so the design from the very beginning of the church was that we would be this body of Christ connected with one another, with Christ at the head, and we would live out our faith as his hands and feet on this earth. We got to be connected. We need each other. Another thought about why the church in times like these more than ever before. Being in community helps meet sort of our basic practical needs in life. So, for example, I do funerals as a, as a pastor. Can't tell you how many I've done, but a lot. Hundreds, hundreds and hundreds. And here's what I've noticed. Often folks will say to me, I can't imagine going through this trauma without the church. I can't imagine going through all of this without the help of the people around me in the church. The church helps meet these practical needs. So for example, in the church I serve, somebody passes away. We offer not only to host a visitation, host the funeral, but also host a luncheon for the family so that they can greet one another. We take care of all those basic needs and it frees the family to grieve together, to mourn together, and to connect with one another without having to worry about the nuts and bolts of making sure all the food is there and the table is set and all that. The church, from the very beginning, remember, 
we talked about it recently, they gathered their material goods and supported one another. We need community because it meets our practical needs. You, you cannot live your life by yourself. I mean, I think people have tried and maybe succeeded, but as a rule, I don't think any of us lives with the illusion that we can be an island unto ourselves. And so the church helps meet our practical needs. It also, I think, um, helps with our emotional needs. Let's take that funeral example. And I know that's probably an example that might not be resonating with you. It resonates with me because I'm around them so much. But whenever we're in a community of people, we don't just shoulder all the grief by ourselves. We have other people who say, I'm praying for you. Put, put their arm around you and say, hey, I, I want to support you. I'm, I'm here for you. I can't imagine living my life where I have to rely on myself to support all of my emotional needs. No, I need to be around a community of people who help me do that. And that's what the church does. We need each other more than ever. So let's continue on. So you're thinking this guy obviously is a pastor. He's doing an infomercial for going to church. And in many ways I am, but I'm telling you uh, what I'm saying is true. Okay, going to church also helps enable our relationship with God. So we said it helps us to become more like Him because God, there's this relationship within the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It meets our practical needs. It meets some of our emotional needs. But it also really empowers our relationship with God for a lot of reasons. One, you join with other people who have other insights into God's Word, other experiences in life that they can share with us. And so that encourages us. It also... When we worship, we have this sense that we're in this group of people and we, we feel their enthusiasm and we feel their faith and it encourages our faith. You know, let's take the opposite. You know, think about a mob mentality from a negative. You know, if there is a mob of angry people, often if there's a mob, individuals within the mob who have this mob mentality feel emboldened to act on their anger. They feel emboldened to do things they would never otherwise do were they not a part of the, quote, mob. The positive of that, in my view, in Christian community is we are in God's mob. I've never said those words before. We're in, I don't think I like that. We're in God's community together, and we develop this mentality that when we're together, we feel more emboldened in our faith, more emboldened in our worship. And so... Being a part of a church family, being a part of that community, whatever that community is of fellow believers, literally emboldens our faith and empowers that relationship with God. Let's keep thinking about it. Another thought, being in Christian community helps us work through conflict in life. You know, you bring any group of people together, and one thing we know for sure, there's going to be disagreement, there's going to be conflict. I mean, you can't sit at the dinner table with your family, and if it's just two of you, and enjoy a meal without having some disagreement and some difference, and the same is true within the church. But being in the church provides us with a ground where we can work out our conflicts. You see, what I've seen the opposite is this. Here's what I've seen. People without a community around them often don't have anyone to hold them accountable in their life. And they literally start believing their own lies. They literally start believing their own, their own junk. Don't you think 
that these disconnected individuals who, for whatever reason, felt emboldened to go out and do these terrible acts, don't you think that if they had somebody in a, in a community that was supportive of their faith and their relationship with God, don't you think that they might have had someone say to them, you know, this is not a good idea, what you're doing. This does not make sense. You are not thinking clearly right now. We need a community of people around us because it holds us accountable, helps us to work through our conflicts. And don't you know that um, we're all going to have moments in our lives where we need that gift from the church to help us do it, to work through conflict. Let me give you one more. Being in a community of people gives us the opportunity to practice the gift of forgiveness. We have been forgiven by God because of what Christ has done for us, the sacrifice on the cross. When we're in a community of people, we are bound to experience some pain. We are bound to get hurt. It just happens. I mean, again, you're sitting around the dinner table, and you have someone at that dinner table who has hurt you, and that person apologizes or confesses or whatever. There's that opportunity to say, you know, I, I forgive you. And when we do that, we are living a Christ-like lifestyle. The same is true within the church. I've been a pastor for my entire adult life. I have seen, I'm, I don't want to say I've seen it all, because as soon as I say that, I'm going to, hold on. That sound you hear is me knocking on wood. What I'm going to say is, I've seen a lot. And what I've noticed is that the strongest communities of believers are those communities where the people can say, hey, I'm sorry. And literally practice living out their faith. Certainly, we, we, we just consume the grace of God and, and enjoy God's forgiveness. But he also, in the book of uh, Colossians, says, just as you've been forgiven by God, you got to forgive one another as well. Being in a community people, a community of people, affords us that opportunity. I feel like I've been talking fast today. Maybe I have. I think it's because I'm hungry for lunch. But anyhow, I feel like I say that every week too. I, I'm, I'm really glad you were with me today. And just think about this notion of lacking connectivity. Think about that example, that, that blatant example of that person saying, because I disagree politically with my in-laws, they can't see their grandchildren. I mean, think about that. And let's also celebrate the fact that God calls us into community with one another because he wired us, he designed us, he's with us every step of the way, he knows exactly what we need. And so in times like these, more than ever, we need to be a part of the community. I hope you have a, a great week. Enjoy the rest of your weekend if you're listening on the weekend. And as we do always, we'll say goodbye with the wallflowers.